In today's gospel, we have two prophets at the center of the first reading in the gospel. We have the prophet Ezekiel, who is told by God that he's going to receive a lot of resistance from the people of Israel because of their hard-hearted demeanor. And from Jesus, we see it played out where he goes back to his, his homeland, his people, and they are not receptive to his prophetic word. And so, to be a prophet means to be someone who speaks for God, to be a mouthpiece for God. Prophets tell the truth uncompromisingly. They tell the truth, and they live in the truth, and they live in relationship with the truth. And the truth is a person. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I remember it was about this time last year, um, I, I came across a news story with Drew Brees, the quarterback from the New Orleans Saints, or former quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. And I, I mentioned this in a homily back then, Drew Brees was in a situation with the whole flag controversy, or the, uh, excuse me, national anthem controversy. And he said for his part that he was not interested in kneeling for the, for the national anthem because to him what the national anthem reflected and what it meant was that, you know, he thought of his, his two grandfathers. Both of them served in the military in some form or another, and they both served in, in, in combat. I believe he said World War II. And he said, sometimes I get teary-eyed when I hear the national anthem because I think immediately of my, my two grandfathers who were so willing to lay down their lives for our country and our freedoms that we have. And so he said, no, I don't agree with those who kneel for the flag. And then... Uh, there was an incredible firestorm on Drew Brees. And people from every outlet of the media and all of his teammates as well were, were giving him a lot of backlash for his opinion on the national anthem controversy. And so, just a couple days later, after that, Drew Brees apologized, and he took back everything that he said a few days before. And he said, you know what, I was wrong, this is really insensitive, um, I should have never said that to begin with, I completely take back my comments, and I wish I never would have made it. And I remember being very disappointed that, that Drew Brees acquiesced to the mob mentality. Now, you could have a complex discussion about the national anthem controversy in the NFL and where you stand on it, but he had an opinion on it that he felt was well-rooted in the truth, and once the mob came to get Drew Brees, uh, Drew Brees backed off, and something that he said was true two days or three days earlier, all of a sudden he said was not true. And so he kind of caved in 
and in my opinion, lost a little bit of his own integrity. Now, I just read an article, similar thing, similar controversy. You know, everything is so political these days, and so everything that anybody says about anything publicly, a musician or an athlete or a celebrity of sorts, can become a major controversy. So there's this guy from a band called Mumford and Sons, and his name's Winston Marshall. And in the spring sometime, Winston Marshall made a, uh, he's a Christian, and, and that pertains to the story. He made a comment that he appreciated a book that this author wrote about a extremist group. It was a critique of this extremist group. He said, yeah, that was a great book. It was very helpful. Thank you for kind of writing about this. And he had a huge backlash. And so, following kind of the similar trajectory of Drew Brees, all this pressure on his bandmates, all this negative publicity, this guy's part of a very, very popular band. They make millions and millions of dollars. They, they were on top of the charts for a number of years and they still do very well. He said, I completely apologize for this. This is very insensitive. Should have never said it, et cetera, et cetera. Well, very recently, I think about a week ago or so, this guy completely changed his course. And as he talked about it, what he said happened is he started to go to his church every day after this controversy and after he wrote his apology. And he started to pray in his church, his neighboring church. He was in there all the time, he said. This is one of the most stressful times of his entire life. And what he started to notice is his conscience was very heavy. And there was a gravity that he was feeling. And he just knew. He knew he was doing something wrong in that apology that he made. And that he was caving to the mob mentality. And so he issued a statement and took back his original apology. He said, I stand by what I said. And he quit his band so as to not bring the negative publicity to his bandmates. And so he sacrificed. He said this, when someone asked him, so why'd you leave the band? He said, on the eve of his leaving to the West, Alexander Solzhenitsyn published an essay titled, Live Not By Lies. This is a famous, famous man who lived under Soviet control and tyranny and survived a gulag camp and um, became a, a big, strong opposition intellectually through his own experience to communism in the East. That's who Solzhenitsyn is. And so this guy was reading this book by uh, Solzhenitsyn titled Live Not By Lies. 
He said, I have read it many times now since the incident at the start of March where I apologized. It still profoundly stirs me. And this is a quotation from the book that he read. And he who is not sufficiently courageous to defend his soul, this is Solzhenitsyn, do not let him be proud of his progressive views. And progressive here is in reference to communism at the time. And don't let him boast that he is an academic or a people's artist, a distinguished figure, or a general in the army. Let him say to himself, I am part of a herd, I am part of the herd, and a coward. It's all the same to me as long as I'm fed and kept warm. And now this, this band guy, Winston, says, For me to speak about what I've learned to be such a controversial issue will inevitably bring my bandmates more trouble. My love, loyalty, and accountability to them cannot permit that. I could remain and continue to self-censor, but it will erode my sense of integrity. It will gnaw my conscience. I've already felt that beginning. The only way forward for me is to leave the band. As we celebrate our Independence Day today, I do personally believe America is in very much a crossroads. And we are a country founded on Judeo-Christian principles. We are, in my opinion, and this, this will be controversial maybe to some people, but I think we are the greatest country that has ever existed. The freedoms that we have, we're not a perfect country. We've done plenty of bad stuff, evil things. We still have and participate in evil things, but I still think we are the greatest country that has ever existed. And the only way for us to maintain the freedoms that we have is to stand with Christ as prophets and to speak up and to be courageous and to not compromise our integrity. To live in communion with Jesus Christ and to yield to our prophetic call which all of us were given at baptism. To speak the truth, to speak on behalf of God, to do that by being rooted in the life of prayer, in the Mass itself, and good things will happen. Jesus, we ask you to help us to be prophets, to speak the truth, especially when we're pressured not to. Help us to not give in to a mob mentality. Help us to be courageous and be men and women of integrity. Help us to be rooted in you, in our personal lives of prayer, but also in the public life of the church.
and in our public prayer, here at the Mass and in the sacraments, to live the Church's teachings out to the best of our ability, to be witnesses of the Gospel, and please bless our country. Help us to continue to be a country that allows for all the freedoms that are allowed now, that stands up for the good. And we ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. And let us take a few moments in silent prayer to listen to and speak with the Lord Jesus.